This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Reach out to this guy over on Twitter at uh, NeutralZoneBR. It's a wonder I don't screw that up, Brock. I'm sorry. I, I always catch mm-hmm. myself. It's, that is right. Oh, wow. It is. I'm at AMI Kelly Mac. Of course, the handle for AMI Audio is at AMI Audio. So if you want to uh, follow us along on Twitter, appreciate it. Keep the conversation going. And check out Accessible Media Inc.'s Facebook page. You can learn a lot of different things over there. See some video content. That's the Facebook page. You can like it if you choose, but certainly return to it and check it out. That's the Accessible Media Inc. Facebook page. And, of course, you can always uh, send an email asking your questions. Feedback at ami.ca. Feedback at ami.ca in which uh, you might want to know something from the communications or marketing departments about things going on. At AMI, Brock Richardson with me today. I'm Kelly McDonald. On your Friday, welcome to Kelly and Company as we also welcome Margaret Weldon, who joins us now, one of our backup co-hosts on the show. And of course, you know her from our In the Know segment. Grant Hardy is away today. So Margaret brings to us some uh, lifestyle headlines. How's it going, Max? Welcome back. Thank you. I was just talking to my sister a few minutes ago, and I said to her, I have to go because I've got to do, do two segments on the show today. And she said, I can why don't you have standing by a cash register sound effect so when she says that, she just hears the old Pink Floyd cash register going? Oh, I never thought about doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would really fix her. She'd be like, oh, all right, don't be funny. Get off the phone. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. I'm telling. That's, That's awesome. Megs, where are we starting today? Okay, so let's start with um, longevity of men. I, 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 thought, I thought that might be a good Friday topic today. I don't know why I just kind of thought that would be. And actually, it was a, there's, there's apparently was a study done by um, some people from, the, from, Amer, from an American medical gen, journal. I was going to say an American med, medical gen, general, but no, it's journal, um, who looked at some of the important factors that men – um, should maybe pay attention to have and to not have if they want to live long and have healthy lives past 80. And some of the factors that um, they say would prevent men from living past 80, well, actually, like, like healthy lives we're talking here, past right. 80, are things like being overweight, having high triglycerides, high insulin levels because of blood sugar or diabetes, and high blood pressure. And they say that if you have, um, you know, these, these kinds of things, chances are you might make it to 80 years of age, but you might not be healthy and you may not be happy. You might have a lot of pain. You might have a lot of aches and things like that. Yes. Now, some of the factors that they say um, do contribute toward happy and healthy lives for men are things like um, a strong grip. Apparently, if you have a strong grip when you, hand, you know, when you give somebody a handshake, apparently that's supposed to be a sign of good fitness. I didn't know that. I just um, figured, like, you know. Yeah, it's one of those things that traditionally, you know, men come out and give a big hearty, you know, it's supposedly going to say something about the kind of person you are, right, as a how more manly you are. Um, but that's interesting that they're looking at it and acquainting that with um, being in shape. Um, but I, I think we'll always find that to that. But that, to me, follows along, Margaret, You, the stereotypical 
heavy-handed, hard-shaking hand uh, shake person is loud. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Hey, hey, how are you? Yeah. yeah, I kind of think that way too, actually. Yeah, or they, or they seem like like to boast or something. I I don't know. Um, yeah. Some of the other uh, positive things are um, to just to have low blood sugar is to not be overweight and um, getting a good education. But here's a really positive one that surprised me: getting married can help men oh. live happier, healthy lives over eighty years of age. That's fascinating. So. Were there thoughts as to at what point in life one should be getting married? I mean, I understand the educational thing keeps your mind going, keeps you hopefully uh, with a thirst to learn new things and stuff like that if you keep the mind stimulated. Uh, was there a, a time where it didn't matter? Like, can somebody saying, I'm 75, I'm going to go and get married because that will help me live longer? <laughs> well, as, yes, as, far as, uh, as far as some of these physical health things, they were saying if you have – you know, some of the positive healthy things when you're 50 years of age, um, you, you know, it, it's, it's usually a good indication that, that you're going to live past 80 and you're going to be healthy men. But as for things like getting married or getting a good education, no, they never did say a specific age for that. But I mean, I, I think really with anybody, men or women, when you have an education, like when you're living life, you're learning something all the time, aren't you? Right. So it's kind of like you're, you're if you're if you're out there, I mean, look at all the things, as, as you just said in the first segment, uh, Kelly, about how all the experiences you've had over the last, you know, six years and, and one and a half months. Um, you know, you're, you're like life is an education. I, I, I would I, I would back. argue with the marriage side of this. And I this is going to sound extremely cheesy and cliche but i'm i really think this is part of it when you find that person that you have things in common with it really negates that you know sitting at home uh feeling lonely and you could run into that whole depression and some people are okay being alone i'm not suggesting that everyone's in the same in the in the same box but I do I do think that if you have the right person and you're doing things with them, that helps you with your mental health, which then will help you with keeping everything, you know, low blood sugar, the that because you're also being motivated by another person. Whereas sometimes when you're by yourself, you may not necessarily be be as inclined to motivate yourself based on being alone. That's just my thoughts. But no, but you know what though, Brock? I, I had a, I had an interesting question around marriage because um, I actually did hear a talk show the other day that talked about people who are married versus people who are living together. And somebody said, and I'm not sure that I agree with this, but being you know you're you're married, maybe you've got some a, a different take on it. I don't know, but I had somebody say, you know, sometimes it makes a difference being married to a person rather than just living with a person because you 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 you're working on goals to support each other you're working on toward, you know trying to create a better life and that can make you um happier do you find do you find that yourself or 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 do you disagree with that uh, i don't know if i agree with i don't know because realistically and i'm not trying to you know push away the importance of marriage by by saying this because there are important reasons why one would or wouldn't get married but I think if you're already living together, it really, for me personally, it hasn't changed much. Uh, life didn't change all of a sudden because I'm married versus I'm not. And so 
I don't know if I agree with that. I think there's a difference if you are just living with someone and not necessarily committed, committed. But if you if you commit to each other and say, we're going to do this as a unit, then to me, it wouldn't make that much of a difference. Right, right. That makes a lot. That makes a lot of sense. I think, yeah. I like. I. I mean. I. I mean. Because I. I used to have a partner. We used to to live together, and we never did get married. But I. Th- but I felt the same way that you did. Right. You know. We. We work towards positive goals. You're working toward a future. You're working toward bettering yourself and bettering the. You know, life with with yourself and that other person too. So. Yeah. Right. For sure. Um, yeah. Mag's next thing you want to get into. Okay. So the next thing now is let's talk about longevity and fiber now part of the reasons you know some of the good reasons that we eat fiber um is is to keep our ourselves clean and you know what it it also prevents us from getting things like heart disease and cancer and um it can even uh, prevent you from getting strokes um to some degree and the idea now is what they're saying is that the more fiber you eat the less chance you have of getting a lot of these illnesses when you're older. It doesn't mean to say that you're going to have a 100% chance of um, avoiding. Getting, of, of avoiding these illnesses, but, but right. you're going to have a chance, a, a better chance. And what they're saying is that fiber can help people lose weight. Um, it, it helps kind of keep their systems cleaner. Um, if you are feeling good, you're looking good, you're wanting to get out, you're wanting to do more things, you're wanting to participate more in life. Some of the other things that they found in fiber. Now, I don't know. Are, are do you guys eat a lot of fiber? Do you do you pay much attention to your diets? What about you? Can I, I start don't with you? eat enough fiber. I don't. No, I don't. I, I my 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 father was a big fiber person and really believed in it. And 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 I think and I do totally agree because your system's made to move. Your system's made to work the way it's supposed to, and helping you get rid of products that are no good for your body. Of course, um, that can't just sit there. But mostly, as we keep hearing. Um, Get your blood moving. Get your body moving. Make it have to work, uh, you know, and, and, and digest and stomach and gut health is so important. So I totally believe in it. Do I eat enough fiber? Probably not. Um, I mean, I do have my cereal every day, uh, so, but I, I feel I could do better. Right. Without a, right. Without, without a doubt, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I don't go to the grocery store and purposely not look for fiber, but it's not like I'm standing in the aisles going, does this have enough fiber for me? Um, <laughs> the, the the truth of the matter is no. Um, do I feel any different? I'm not sure because I'm not intentionally looking the other way either, as I said. So I know that I'm not getting enough fiber and I know there could be room for improvement. But I also, um, you know, I take a bunch of probiotics because I'm one that just kind of uh, sits in a in a wheelchair confined. I don't I don't move a lot. And you know, you hear those lovely commercials that say sitting is the new smoking, and it's like, oh great, that's what yeah. I do with my everyday, you know. And so it's something that's not necessarily in my control, which we're gonna talk later with about doing cut for time. But it's it's one of those things that like I don't consciously look for it, but I don't consciously not look for fiber either. And of course, it's a, and you know what? A lot of these products, and we, and you know, we get back to the, um, the the old budgeting thing in the old grocery store, right? It's one of these adages where you know the the best things that you need to eat are so expensive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Or like, we I get tired of them, Margaret, right? I, and now that I think one of the things fiber falls under, or to get that fiber, we're having something along with it we don't necessarily need. You have oatmeal, pile on the brown sugar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this this is a real great muffin. It's filled with fiber. Yeah. And people also associate fiber with, like, healthy, and it doesn't taste that good. So, like, if you're going to look towards it, people want stuff that tastes good. Well, the truth is you can find stuff that tastes good. You just have to go looking for it. But sometimes the pocketbook doesn't allow for it. That's right. Yeah, that that's it. That's it. And we and it, and it kind of gets us back to that budgeting. It kind of gets us back to that motivation. Anyway, what they're saying here is that um, – Men should have 30 grams of fiber a day, and women only need 21 grams of fiber a day. And just some examples of fiber here that, they, that they've done, um, a, half, a, a quarter cup of pitted prunes has got fiber in it. Now, now, prunes are dried plums, for those of you who may not know exactly what prunes are. A half a cup of oatmeal has got fiber in it, and um, a, lot of fruit, a lot of other fruits and vegetables, but apparently one high source of fiber, which I don't know why it always surprises me when I hear it, is, is beans. And, yet, and beans seems to be a popular thing with people. I don't know why. Um, so that's, you know, and, and I mean, I'm the same way. I try to do my best and get fiber, but it's, it's like you said, Kelly, you know, you think, okay, well, this is a good thing, but yeah, let's put the sugar on it or let's put the butter on it or let's do this or let's do that. So suddenly something good becomes maybe something mm, not so good. So something you where it affects something stuff. else. But the beans, it's true. I've heard that too, Margaret, and constantly forget that that's that source, that having that little bit of beans. And it doesn't sound like you need a lot of it, but definitely consistently seems to be what wins the race when it comes to fiber. Uh, Mags, we'll be yeah. talking to you later on in the program during the buzz as you also fill in, not only for Grant today, but Billy, awesome stuff. Thank you. All right. Talk to you a little later. Have a good show. Thank you. So we like to get together and talk on Wednesday's health uh, headlines, or as we, we like to mention it now, sort of the trending topics. Uh, Margaret today did lifestyle with us, and we always get into those conversations here on the program. So uh, always have some fun on our Friday when we try to keep things a little light. Well, let's look ahead. It's the app update day as well. And coming up next, John Beeler is going to tell us about a new chat bot program by OpenAI. It has fascinating new abilities, folks. We'll get into that conversation with him in about two minutes right here on Kelly and Company. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.